Today, I'm recording a special solo episode in which I will share my takeaways from the 11 days of sharing on social media challenge and some of the ways that I am thinking about my own social media strategy for 2022 and what I will be guiding my clients into. So 11 days of sharing was an experiment guided by spirit in which I held space for anyone who felt called to share for 11 days straight every single day on social media platform of your choice. We started on February 2nd, 2022, guided by numerology, and now it's complete. If you are just learning about it and you're curious and you feel called to do it, or maybe you already did it, but you want to do it again, I will link to everything in the show notes and all of the day-by-day prompts on kseniabrief.com. The journey was inspired by my conversation with my husband, Eric Brief, in episode 185, where he and I shared about his personal journey of committing to 11 days of showing up every single day as an experiment and a loving push to share his artwork with the world, something that had been on his back burner for a long time. And in those 11 days, we went through lots of uncomfortable moments, as well as a lot of very inspiring and expansive reminders of why he is here on earth at this time and what he's meant to bring into the world. So when him and I did it together, we partnered up. I was the one shooting most of the content, editing it and posting it with him on his account. And when we did it, there wasn't really necessarily like an arc of the journey or any prompts that guided us. It was just show up every single day, no matter what, share your art process. Now, when I got the download to hold this space for the 11 days of sharing for my community, for you, I knew that there was meant to be an arc to this journey. There was meant to be a ceremonial aspect as if we were sitting together in a circle going on this hero's journey of discovering your message, your medicine, stepping into it, being seen like never before, and softening into deeper trust of your unique medicine and your journey. And I'll be very honest with you, I didn't know most of the days what the prompt would be. I had the energetic imprint of how it would feel like from the beginning, but I didn't know the details. And every day I would show up and just create the space to listen, whether it was through breath work or a little yoga practice, a little walk to the compost pile, and it would be given to me every single time. So that consistency is one of the reasons why I knew this type of format of showing up was important. And it is definitely one of the biggest lessons. So before we get into the lessons, I just want to give a little bit of a brief review of what we did. So on day one, I invited you to start before you think you're ready and say yes to the challenge. And I was sharing it all through Instagram reels. Once I did IGTV and I realized that Instagram is pushing IG reels so strongly right now that IGTV kind of gets put behind and gets way less reach. So then from there on, I continued to sharing it on reels which is still the most powerful content format to use in 2022. It was in 2021, and it's still continuing to be so. Short-form content, whether that's on TikTok or Instagram, is really being promoted by all of those platforms, including YouTube. So I'm still placing most of my bets on that type of content. And if quotes used to be a lot more powerful in 2021, 
and 2020. And that was how I grew my podcast account for the most part through creating shareable quotes. I've noticed that that's still somewhat effective, but not nearly as effective as Reels. So anyway, day one was start before you think you're ready. Say yes, sign up. Day two was how can you get playful with it? Day three was get repetitive. One of the questions I got is how do I make sure that I don't sound like a broken record and don't keep repeating things that I've already shared with my community? And my prompt was just repeat yourself because it's repetitive in your field, in your head, in your heart. It doesn't mean that it feels the same way with those who are meant to receive it. So how can you get any self-filtering judgment out of your head and just show up and trust that if something is coming through you, if some information, knowledge, wisdom, methodology is coming through you and wants to be shared, that it is because it is meant to be. Day four was all about trusting the source, the life force energy coming through you without having to understand it. Day five was creating a pause to truly listen and drop in and to reset your receiving mechanisms, your listening mechanisms before you continue sharing things out there. Day six was all about creating your own algorithm and not becoming a slave to the algorithms set by social media platforms and instead creating your own agreement with the technology that is social media and creating your own energetic imprint of how you will interact with it. Definitely check out that video. And there was also an additional video reposted from another creator that day that is really powerful. Day seven was acknowledging the resistance and showing up anyway, like in the book, The War of Art. Day eight was all about transforming comparison becoming present to it, acknowledging it. And then in my Instagram reel, I shared an exercise that helps you totally shift it and alchemize it into something that can actually propel you forward instead of something that eats your creativity up from within. Day nine was about choosing longevity and consistency and how you show up over virality, expanding on that conversation about creating your own algorithm. Day 10 was all about trusting the divine plan and remembering that you are a vessel, which is here to distribute light, distribute remembering, distribute love, medicine, art, creativity, however it shows up into the world through you, you are here to be a vessel. And can you trust something bigger than you? Can you trust a plan that is beyond something your brain could come up with? And day 11, the final day, was all about celebrating yourself and really taking the pause to acknowledge yourself for your courage and showing up, forgiving yourself if you didn't show up the way you thought you would, and reflecting on any lessons that showed up in your field. All right, so that was the 11 days of sharing that's always there for you. You can always come back to it. Episodes 186 and 189 are also there to support you. At the end of this episode, I will also give you an update on Eric's 11 days of sharing, because even though he didn't join the formal 11 days, he did his own 11 days of sharing before that. And it is still rippling out. It's blowing me away all the time. So stay tuned for that. So what were some of my takeaways that I am being strongly called to share with you? And how will they be guiding my own social media strategy for 2022? The last time I held space for a live challenge, it was a five-day Online social media challenge in the fall of 2020. Almost 2,000 people joined. It was really cool. There were a lot of people promoting the challenge. 
my email list doubled. And at the end of it, about 20 people signed up for my conscious social media program that I was running at the time. And this time around, there was no grand marketing plan. There was no funnel. There was no offering in the back end. It was just a calling to share that space and to hold that space for you in which you remember your medicine, in which you feel empowered to share who you are. Because there's so many of us who have these visions and dreams, these shelf of, I'll do this one day. I'll start a vlog. I'll start a podcast. I'll start showing up with my face on camera on reels. We have all of these shoulds and wants that we're saving up for the future. And that shelf is full and the world needs your medicine now. And so there was this urgency in doing it and holding this space of collective remembering where you can show up as you are with my loving guidance and support and truly recreate who you are, why you're called to show up, what your medicine is, or maybe even not know what your medicine is at the start of it and then discover it in the process because the process reveals so much. My intention for you was to create this space where you let go of all of the marketing and business tactics, norms, and shoulds, and see if you were starting from scratch, how would you show up? And I find that that prompt creates a lot of spaciousness for play and ease in how you show up. So this, for me personally, also was a final yes and integrating aspects of me that... I shared in episodes 172 and 173 when I changed my podcast name, all of my social media handles, and everything else that I do to my name. It was this final step in releasing my habit of separating different aspects of what I'm offering to the world and integrating them all together, trusting that by integrating them is how I can be of high service to my own journey and to those who are meant to be part of it. I held this space for the challenge and posted all the prompts on Xenia.brief, which used to be at home with Xenia, and before that was Breakfast Criminal, so it was more of my lifestyle account, and I had a separate social media strategy guide account. And so for me, allowing myself to speak to this work that I do feel is my sacred work at this time in the world was stepping into an unknown territory and taking this risk, speaking about something that perhaps my audience isn't used to, But this is exactly what I mean when you say create your own algorithm. When you allow yourself to be a slave to what people expect from you and want to see from you, it becomes a little prison cell. And so instead, how can you trust what is coming through you and trust the medicine that is flowing through you more than you do any kind of external feedback that you're getting as you create content, as you share offerings, as you share your heart with the world? And that was a huge lesson throughout the whole challenge because at first I thought I would only be posting the prompts on Instagram. And then something within me said, you know what, since I'm creating all of this content, all of those daily prompts, might as well put it on TikTok. And TikTok historically has been, for me, a place where I experiment, where I have fun, where I don't really talk much about business. It's more lifestyle and experimentation, really, in so many different areas of my life. Some of my most viral content with millions and millions of views has been just random videos that I never thought would go viral. And so I decided that even though people don't come to me on TikTok for conscious social media guidance, I will post it there too, because even if there's just a couple of people who connect with this work there, it's going to be worth it because this is what I feel called to talk about. 
So going against the whole idea of be niche, speak only to one thing, and truly trusting this wave of energy that I've been feeling that it's not really about separating different aspects of ourselves, but it's about integrating different aspects and trusting ourselves when we're guided to share a certain aspect of what we do in the world at different times. All right, are you ready for the crazy fact? After taking on that risk of sharing the type of content that I wasn't used to sharing on TikTok, even though I was posting probably more than ever before once or twice a day for 11 days, I actually ended up losing more followers than ever at higher speed than ever. I lost about a thousand followers on TikTok out of 380,000 something. And you know what? I was completely okay with that. Out of that arose such a beautiful and powerful reminder that no one's tap on follow defines your worth, that you can't outsource feeling enough, no matter how hard you try. And accumulating followers truly means nothing if they're not engaged members of your community and humans who are genuinely interested in you being you and sharing your heart, art, and magic. When you lose followers and choose not to allow that to drain your energy, you make space for creativity, truth, and connection. But also let's get this straight. You can't lose something that doesn't belong to you in the first place. I used to be really disheartened when I would notice that my follower count or engagement would go down. But it's only one way of many to measure your impact. Keep doing you and choosing inner alchemy over external metrics. It's not between you and anyone else. It's not even between you and you. It's between you and source. What everything has been pointing to is that it's a lot more valuable to have a tighter knit community of people who are truly connected to what you're saying versus just going for the numbers. And there will always be, you know, some people, if you go viral, that just followed you because something specific they expect from you. And that's okay if that audience falls away because you want to create a tribe of people who truly connect with you and truly care. And here's the thing, when we show up, no matter what, no matter what the external validation is, there's something that is revealed to us that wouldn't have been revealed otherwise. When we allow ourselves to be seen, there's something within our medicine, something within our deeper inner self that gets alchemized and that gets awakened and we get shown our own medicine and our own magic. There were so many messages that I got during the challenge and after the challenge about the beautiful transformations that it led to within you. And I'm really grateful for every single one of you for going on this journey with me, whether it was the full journey or just maybe you saw one video and that was enough. And you posted one thing inspired by it and maybe that was enough. Another big lesson throughout the whole challenge is in the current marketing and business culture, there's this big theme of being chosen, you know, and there's this illusion that once you create something that is successful in some way, that this wave will just pick you up and carry you. And the truth is, and what I was reminded of through this challenge is that it's about consistent showing up. It's not about waiting to be chosen like Seth Godin talks about in his book, The Practice, which I highly recommend for anyone who is in creative process. 
But in reality, it's about choosing yourself and choosing to show up over and over. So the 11 days are over, but how do I choose to show up outside of that? And what's interesting is Eric and I actually just started a seven-day cleanse. And first, when there's any kind of restrictions and limitations that enter my experience, there's a lot of resistance and judgment that arises. There's part of my brain that says, no, I need to have all my choices at all times. I can't be limited in my ability to choose anything I want at all. But then once I ease into it, the same resistance, by the way, comes up when I sign up to any kind of medicine journey or self-development retreat. There's a huge part of me that just wants to stand up and leave because I don't like anyone telling me what to do because there's this old voice in me, I know better, I don't need anyone to tell me. And so when I soften into, okay, what can I be present to? What can I receive in this experience? What can I try on? How can I get playful with it? There's something huge that gets revealed. And so we're on day two of the cleanse, and I'm actually starting to truly see the restrictions of the cleanse as beautiful invitations into presence. And I'm starting to feel how restrictions can be a path to freedom and not the other way around. So it's super nonlinear, but I'm curious how that lands with you. And if there's areas in your life where you feel like you have this attachment to total and complete freedom, for example, I'm not the kind of person who does social media strategy. I am not the kind of person who plans my posts because I'm intuitive and I need to have space to flow. And if that's so, how can you create those minimal restrictions or invitations that can hold the information and the structure of your brain and the patterns of what you're creating in the world while still allowing it to be soaked in freedom. So how can some restriction and some discipline offer you space for freedom and not the other way around? I am still finding out what that will look like for me. I feel like after the 11 days of sharing and showing up, once or twice every single day on multiple platforms. I can't say that I burnt out, but I definitely felt called to kind of slow down and give myself space to integrate and tune into what's next. So I will be sharing a little bit of my vision with you. But ultimately, the 11 days was an exercise in being a channel for source, trusting your voice, trusting your medicine, not being distracted by external metrics, And just trusting that even when you have no idea what's going to come through you, can you just show up? Can you trust that your energy, your frequency speaks louder than words, images, videos, any kind of visual or written information that you can crystallize? Can you trust that your presence that can only be felt by others' hearts and not perceived through the logical brain, can you trust that that's enough? And that is my invitation for you in how you approach social media beyond the 11 days of sharing. How can you know that, yes, there are some structures and systems and algorithms and formulas for creating content that can be supportive for you, but also there's something that is beneath that, around that, on top of that, within it, that is a lot more important, and that is your frequency. So if you hear a calling to share something, can you just show up and share it in the moment without it needing to be perfect from content planning perspective? Can you mess up your Instagram feed and just post that reel already 
or repost that TikTok because you know that that's what's meant to be for your next level of discomfort and through that expansion. Another fun detail of the challenge that I'm called to share with you that I know came through for a reason is that when I chose the dates for the challenge, it was guided by 2-2-2022 and also was guided by the fact that I was supposed to be back in New York after a trip to Russia. (sighs) But life happened and the night before we were Supposed to travel back to New York, we both, Eric and I, tested positive for COVID and then symptoms started showing up. So we ended up in a two-week quarantine in my parents' cabin. Luckily, we had that cabin that no one lives in outside of Moscow during the winter. And it was like this winter fairy tale log cabin with a fireplace, kind of the same as if we were in New York in our cabin in the woods, but a bigger cabin and a lot more access to ordering food. And it was like this holographic projection of, all right, let's take what your actual home looks like and then add a couple of things that will make it more comfortable, but also make sure you stay on the Russian land, which is where I come from, so that you continue to alchemize and move through all of the ancestral healing that had occurred before the extension of the trip. I probably will be sharing a separate episode on that. I haven't found the courage to do that, but there was a lot and a lot and a lot of inner healing, child healing, family healing that happened on that trip, and I'm still integrating that. But that's how it went down. I wasn't in a space that I was used to. There's very little sun, so it's harder to capture content with natural light, and I didn't have any professional ring light, anything at all that would help me uh, create content at the level that I was used to. I would work nights instead of days, so that made creating content in daylight even harder. And plus also I was still congested because I had COVID and I was recovering. So it was all of these things that came up and that's how life is. And I know that's exactly why it happened. Nothing will ever be perfectly set up for you to create content. Yes, sometimes there will be ease and flow and inspiration. And sometimes, yes, okay, I acknowledge it will be full of ease and how it comes together and then you post it. But sometimes, and a lot of the times, there's a lot of unknowns, there's a lot of discomfort and you're not prepared and you're having a bad hair day on half of your content doesn't get captured the way you thought it would. There will always be something that comes up or there will be a family thing that comes up and you feel like you don't have the space to show up. But The truth is, there is nothing more important than you showing up from your heart and sharing your medicine with the world. When you do that, and when you overflow your own cup with it, then there's enough to share with the world. And that's the only way it works. You can't really give, give, give to everyone and then kind of leave the remains for yourself. So how can you choose to prioritize creation and showing up and being a channel for source No matter how busy life gets, no matter how many people want something from you, no matter how full your inbox is, if you are being called to share your medicine with the world, will you choose to prioritize creation? So what is next for me and what am I called to invite you into post the 11 days of sharing? I'm honoring the sacred pause of not posting as consistently and really sitting with what feels exciting and expansive next. What kind of space do I want to hold? 
I also just closed contract with a new three-month consulting client, so I will be supporting them in creating their social media presence. I'm still helping Eric, and there's some specific ways that I would love to work with other people and brands that I'm holding space for. All right, so let me give you the Eric update, and then I'll share some of the things I'm holding the space for my own social media presence. So after the 11 days of sharing, it felt like a marathon. Eric kind of got sick in the middle of it, and you didn't feel like posting. And I said, you know what, we're just going to power through it. Even if you don't approve this content, you know nothing about it, I'm just going to sit down and post it. That's the power of partnership and accountability. Even when you don't feel like it, you want to give up. There's something bigger that carries you. So if you're choosing to do the 11 days of sharing, I really invite you to find an accountability buddy. It could be someone in your business circle, a friend, really just find someone to do it with you because it creates a force that is beyond you that helps you carry this commitment and this playful experiment through all 11 days. So after the 11 days, because we were traveling, Eric didn't have his workshop or his materials to continue creating artwork. It was kind of a a little bit of a stagnation. We didn't have a lot of archive content to work with and we just really didn't have the brain space to come up with anything new. So posted once or twice some of the smaller things he was up to in Russia, like folding origami. And they got really low views. I think there's something, not I think, but I know that when you're in a different country, particularly on TikTok, the algorithm is completely different. And a lot of your content doesn't reach a lot of your typical audience because you're being served to local people. And so it wasn't really making sense because his content is in English. We're in Russia I don't want to blame it on the algorithm, but it did play somewhat of a role in this for sure. When we were in Russia, I couldn't wait to be able to get back on the American TikTok because when you're on Russian TikTok, it's showing you the Russian FYP and the Russian Explore page. So everything's in Russian. The trends are completely different. So I felt like I was out of touch of what was actually happening in the world and the conversations in the social media world and the different trends. But what happened after about 30 days, After the 11 days of sharing, even though, like I just said, we were sharing minimally on Eric's feed, his work actually got picked up by one of the brands, one of the supplies that he uses in his artwork. And it's a huge account, over 100,000 followers. He got reposted, he got tagged, he got credited, he got hundreds of followers from that. It was really cool. And for sure, there's things that we did to plant this by tagging them over and over and over, by creating high quality content and tagging them in it so that they discover it. So that's something you can always do. If you're using any products in your daily life that are somewhat connected to what you want to create content about, you can organically start tagging them and sharing it. And you just never know when anyone will discover it and notice it and repost it, thus exposing your work to potentially a very aligned, wider audience. So that's not something to not a strategy to rely on. Uh, The only strategy to truly rely on when it comes to social media, it's consistent showing up, creating high quality content, engaging with your community and trusting the source to guide you instead of the external metrics. Seeing your work as a body of work, a portfolio, a music album that you're putting out instead of one-off viral hit continuing to show up even when you don't feel like it, getting playful with it, getting repetitive, trying different formats. If a video you thought would do really well didn't do very well, how can you edit it a little differently? How can you perhaps add a hook in the beginning 
with a different invitation, with different wording that perhaps will create a much wider audience that it can reach. And so with Eric, we're getting back into the groove of posting consistently. He went from having almost zero followers on TikTok. I think he had maybe 30 or something when we started the 11 days of sharing. And then he ended up with 500. At this point, he is at over a thousand. He just reached a thousand this past weekend, which gave him the access to going live. So we went live and he made his first $2 going live and truly connecting with his community more deeply and developing this skill with connecting with people that way. And I truly think that there's so much more that's possible. This is just the beginning. And the key to it is consistency, generosity, and not allowing himself to be a slave to the algorithm, but still listening to what people are interested in, what questions they're asking, because the questions that his followers are asking are not what he thought people would be interested in. There's a lot of questions about materials and how he combines different components of his sculptures. And he didn't plan on being an art teacher, but there's a huge part of his community that is fascinated by his understanding of chemistry and his visionary approach to mixing the unmixable. So we're going to definitely be creating some content around that. So you see how when you show up consistently, whether that's for 11 days or any other length of time, the impact keeps rippling through time and space. You never know where your work will end up. You never know who will reach out about a potential collaboration, who will want to amplify your work, who will invite you on their podcast. And you can't really do it with the intention to be discovered that way. You know, going all the way back to where we started, it's not about being discovered or chosen. It's about you choosing, you prioritizing your work and choosing to show up consistently, no matter what that looks like for you, choosing to honor the sacred pause when that is something that you know is necessary for your energetic and mental field. And also getting clear on what are the dream outcomes that you are holding the space for. I know that for me, some of the things I'm holding the space for are long-term brand partnerships. I absolutely love creating content with aligned brands. And right now I am partnered with Rasa, who I'm also an investor for. They have been sponsoring some podcast episodes, some Instagram reels, some TikToks. And so creating these integrated partnerships that span across different platforms where I can speak to my true experience with the product I already love and adore and get people introduced to something that could change their life. In case of Rasa, it definitely could be life-changing. So check it out. I'm going to link to my Instagram reel that has all the information about it and the discount code in the show notes. For me, having this vision for longer term partnerships instead of like a one-off post, it's not really something I take on anymore. It doesn't light me up. It doesn't create powerful impact. And it doesn't really honor the long-term partnership that I want to be in with the brands that I work with. Because when I choose to promote a brand or a product, all of my energy, all of my life force, all of my hard portal amplification goes towards that. And whether that's one post or 10 that are spread over a matter of 12 months, it's a similar amount of energy that I give them. So it feels like a much more fair and exciting and joyful exchange when it is a long-term partnership. So this is one thing that I would like to call in and that I will be calling in, that I am calling in through the content I'm creating and through the energy that I'm holding. 
Another thing that I'm holding the space for and the vision for is aligned podcast sponsors. I'm super grateful to have had the most incredible podcast sponsors in the past year. All products that I love and use and recommend to my clients all the time. And I would love to do more of that so that I stay in my zone of genius and I hold space for these truly transformational conversations and you can keep getting access to listening to them for free. And also on a long-term basis where, you know, a brand reaches out and says, hey, we want to sponsor you for a year. Here's six-figure deal. We want you to be exclusive with us in this category. It's fine. Let's double the fee. Just kidding, or maybe not. But creating these long-term conversations that end up actually increasing brand recognition, actually people trying out the products and allowing their business or personal lives to be changed by those products because I really believe and stand by the things that I promote. And then also collaborations. I don't know exactly what that will look like, but you know, there's a lot of people I met through TikTok, just scrolling on TikTok and connecting with people and then inviting them on my podcast. Perhaps there's room for events with some of those people, whether that's a virtual cacao ceremony or an in-person cacao ceremony in a waterfall in Mexico, or joint YouTube videos, or collaborating on a song or, or a spoken word music piece. There's collaboration that is definitely on my altar for 2022, and I'm holding space for that. And I know that social media is such a pathway for miracles when it comes to connecting with like-minded people that you would have never come across in real life, but the universe wanted you to connect because there's an expansion available and a partnership and a friendship. So with all of these visions that I just shared with you that I am holding for how I show up on social media, my question for myself that I'll be sitting with is, what am I willing to do? And that is my question for you. What are your visions? What are your dream outcomes? Anything is possible when you put your heart into social media and you share yourself in your truth in the miracle of who you are, where you share your medicine, truly anything is possible. I've experienced so many incredible opportunities just by showing up on social media. When you share your heart generously, when you show up generously without reservations, you just never know where it's going to end up. And you just never know how it's going to alchemize your own courage and your trust in walking your path. So how will you show up? What is your vision? And are you willing to get playful with it, even when it gets hard? What I want to leave you with is a quote from my dear, dear friend, Aaron Rose, who has been a guest on my podcast a few times. This quote is from episode 110. That is all about social media being an intentional frequency exchange and how we can do shadow work on Instagram. It's a must-listen episode. Trust me, if you haven't listened to it yet, check it out or re-listen to it. Here's the quote from Aaron Rose that I am leaving you with. It's not about manifesting more followers. It's about showing up at the caliber that you're already capable of showing up without numbers limiting the full force of the presence that you can bring for the people that choose to follow you. End quote. And yes, yes, yes. It's about showing up at the full caliber that you already know in your heart you are capable of without any external metrics, any external numbers guiding you. And only your inner life force, only source, only the medicine within your heart, the unique medicine that you carry guiding you. 
If you're moved by what was shared in this episode and not sure how to take action, start by writing it down. When we notice abundance and clarity in all shapes and forms and honor it, it grows. And if you're called to share the podcast with someone who you know is ready to receive it, follow that. Find all episodes, show notes, and current offerings on XeniaBrief.com. Subscribe to Xenia Brief Podcast on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review, and take one deep breath into the knowing that's already within you.